So I realized with the election being such a large part that maybe I wanted to keep election stuff out of floor 25 and really try and focus on the episode and the topic. But as the night progresses, it just keeps getting crazier. So I decided to create a water cooler chat for me watching the election unfold. So it is the day after election day and we still do not know who will be the president of America. For those of you who listen to the podcast and are not in the United States of America. The craziest part about this and I'm a realist. So in 2016, I was traveling for work, mind you, but I went to bed at like eight o'clock. I just had this gnawing feeling that Trump was going to win And nobody around me seemed to think that that was a possibility because all the polls kept saying Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. And when I woke up and joined my team for the work day, surprise, Trump had won. So I tend to think of myself as a pretty realistic person. And for the longest time, I really wanted to go into politics. That has since been squashed because I am a realist. And you probably can't really affect the change that you really want to. It's a really pessimistic view, but that's kind of where I am at with American politics or politics in general. However, instead this year, instead of going to bed at eight o'clock, I stayed up at a decent time and watched um, MSNBC to kind of see what was unfolding. And the crazy part about this is how close it is. It was one thing in 2020 to not expect people to let their blind racism take control of their vote, especially after we had two terms from a black president. A lot of people came up out of the woodworks who just were kind of fed up with the progression in which America was going, which was people are people and the government should not interfere with that, be it gay marriage, be it rights for black citizens and To be quite frank, it's not like Barack Obama was doing backflips for black people in office. I will concede that with a mostly Republican Senate that second term, there wasn't really much he could do any which way he was going. There was a stop sign held up. But at least America was trending in a direction that was a lot more progressive. Now that we've had four years under Trump, what you would expect after having children in cages, separating children from their parents just for the idea that they illegally immigrated into our country, removing the freedoms and the benefits for transgendered people in our military, so people who are already fighting and sacrificing their life in situations for our country to be the nation that it is, However, now cannot do so publicly as a transgender. Relationships and who knows what uh, regarding presidential corruption with foreign adversaries, which is mind boggling that we skip over every day. The selling out of our military personnel who have been captured or been at risk of a lot of this stuff. The consistent hate rhetoric that has been spewed in this country regarding people of minorities, such as Muslims, black Americans, 
and the the racial riots that have occurred over the last four years and the support it has gotten from the president for white supremacists to come up out of the woodworks again. Like, at one point in America, you were ashamed to be racist. Now, you don't even give a flying fuck. You just out here being wrong and loud every which way and proud of it because you feel like you got a president who will support you. You can do no wrong. I mean, look at Kyle Rittenhouse. He literally shot people because they were protesting that our black lives matter. Forget what you feel about the organization of Black Lives Matter and where money that's being donated is going to or that it's a socialist organization. Forget all that. At the core of it, my black ass life matters is the whole calling cry and people are opposed against it. It's insane. What you would have hoped to have seen is that after these last four years, I didn't even touch on how COVID is going. We're pretending that this is a flu and we got 230,000 people dead. And an overwhelming amount of people still showed out to vote for Trump. Under the guise of economy, under guise that racial issues are not important in America. I mean, whatever helps you sleep at night is all trash. But there are still a number of states that have not reported a victor in that state, which has been fun to watch. But outside of that, the idea that America is split down the middle when so many of the facts and the things that are pertinent to this election have to do with actual rights of actual human beings is overwhelmingly sad. And I know we're not supposed to, you know, put our faith in people because they'll hurt us every time. But I think at the heart of it, I really hope people were able to see the incompetence that comes out of this man and is just not being seen. Even if Biden wins, the fact that it was so close, and that means I live next to too many people who do not see me as a person that matters, is sickening. It pisses me off. I'm pissed off. And this isn't a Republican versus a Democrat thing. This is this is ridiculous. I don't remember truckloads of people with flags and hats screaming for Mitt Romney. I don't. Shit, and I thought Sarah Palin was a trip. The Mavericks weren't scary like this. There were literally people out in Detroit outside of the election office trying to bust into the building to stop votes from being counted. I mean, in what world does that seem okay in a modern day democracy like what was going through these people's heads I mean outside of pure racism and fear because that's all this is so I have been glued to my television station flipping between MSNBC and CNN all day 
apart for a few meetings and a few documents written up for work. This has kind of been the flow of my day. And watching the tight race between Georgia and Arizona and Nevada and the projected winners now of Wisconsin and Michigan for Biden, it hasn't been truly stressful because there's nothing I can do to really change it. I mean, except in Georgia. And I did take the training to help people who had rejected ballots um, based on maybe their signature didn't match or they tried to vote in a county and the provisional workers didn't think that that county was supposed to be where they voted, so they had a provisional ballot. And trying to identify those people to let them know that their ballot was rejected so they can get things fixed and get counted in the vote because Georgia is a tight race right now. It hasn't been called for Vice President Biden or for Donald Trump at this point. So I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that people know that they have a chance to still have their voice heard. However, I can't really control what happens in Arizona. And as we're speaking, new votes are coming in. And what was leaning towards Biden for Arizona is now leaning back towards Trump. And so he's gaining speed in what people kind of thought was going to be a clear winner of some electoral votes for Biden is now not. And again, it is, it is making me anxious, but it is exciting. I think the little political Courtney still lives deep, deep down inside of me. And the wine is bringing her up more and more. But outside of the close race and the overwhelming disappointment I have in my fellow countrymen. This man has declared himself the winner of this presidential election and there are more than a million votes still not counted. And he is trying every way to cheat his way into this White House. I mean, lawsuits without any facts, spreading rumors that people are burning votes, that these votes are being stuffed, that we collected votes after time limits yesterday. It's just, if he can flail around and throw anything around, hopefully the world will be distracted enough to not pay attention to facts and to listen to him. And I'm sure that's Rudy Giuliani's whole plan because, I mean, let's be honest, there's not an intelligent bone amongst them and Rudy Giuliani probably has the litigation skills of a squirrel. So he's going to throw nuts everywhere and just hope that people start saying, hey, this hurts. But it is very chaotic. And it's still very contained. So if you're outside the States and you're listening to this, it may look crazy because of how our media is spending a lot of this stuff. But for a free and fair election, it is still pretty sane. It's stupid, but it's sane. And we'll just have to keep plugging and praying and chugging through until some of this gets sorted. I I suspect a lot of our local elections will have a lot more runoffs. I suspect that a lot of projected winners for Senate seats and congressional seats will be flipped because more votes are coming in. And that's what happens when you start to call things preemptively instead of giving counties and states time to count all of the votes. 
And I suspect a lot of runoffs in December and in January. I don't think that this is going to have the pretty little bow on it people think it will here in November. But what this election will tell you here in November is that there are far more Americans that give a fuck about their white supremacy more than they do about America in general. And don't tell me that it was something else that drove you to vote for this man because this is, like I said, it's beyond Republican versus Democrat. This man and his administration are pure trash. And if you support that pure trash, I have to believe you're pure trash. I mean, I respect your right to vote. I respect your right to vote to be counted. I think that is the whole part of democracy. But in 2020, if you voted for Trump, I know for a fact that you don't give a fuck about me. And that is really disheartening, especially if you know me. Because to know me is to love me. And there are plenty of black people who voted for this man this year. And it is beyond me what goes through y'all's heads. But uh, except for the idea that misogynistic ideals are what you uphold far greater than the success of your peers. And your desire to be held closer to whiteness has blinded you from being able to think critically and use that noggin the good Lord gave you. Shoot, the white Latinos who came out in Florida who who think that abortion is enough to have put this man in office. I truly hope for your sake that if this man does get another four years, you aren't doing New York Times articles about how you regret it later. Because at the end of the day, there will be no more abortions or no less abortions in this country in the next four years, regardless of what happens politically. It's just going to be a matter of people can do it safely or they're going to have to do it secretly in back hallways with hangers and horrid scenes from for colored girls. But the repercussions that you will face as a minority in this country will absolutely show its rear. Absolutely. And unlike a lot of people, I don't wish ill upon people. Just because you vote a certain way doesn't mean that I think some bad things should happen to you or that I'm waiting for some bad thing to happen to you. But at the end of the day, the evidence that's already been shown for four years is not like it's going to be wildly different because he gets another four years. In fact, I imagine it gets wildly worse because he's emboldened by his choices and he knows he does not have to run for re-election again. I also fear what happens if this election goes either way. What people do if Biden wins and they feel Trump got cheated from votes because they kept counting or that it was rigged or that Russia was involved and those proud boys show up to protest. And like we've seen when they protest, there is no police state that happens. There are no rubber bullets and mace and serial shooters coming out to stop them. They can just wreak havoc the way they want to. And if Trump ends up winning and a lot of disenfranchised people feel trapped and stuck 
after months without jobs, with layoffs, with no control over what COVID looks like, with no stimulus package to reinvigorate some of our poorer communities, that'll be ugly too. And because the police state does come out for those types of people, it'll be dangerous and it'll be ugly. And I can only pray that there is peace amongst this country no matter what happens and that we take our losses on the chin and we do the hard work to make change without some of the violence. But I don't see that being the likely case here. And that's all I got for you for a water chat. Hopefully by the time you guys get episode 25, we'll know more about this presidential election. But until then, enjoy this little bite-sized taste of a Courtney rant. And I will see y'all when I see you. Doodles.